Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Odin's Movie Blog Podcast. I'm the critic who is a cynic, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about Solo, a Star Wars story. Here we go. All right, guys, so welcome back. I am now actually doing a couple of different things for this episode. So this is the first time where I'm actually recording video for my podcast, and I'm going to try and put it out on YouTube, see what happens, try playing around with that a little bit. I plan on trying to use this more often, maybe do some more trailer reactions, maybe do some smaller videos here and there, and not just do a weekly podcast or um, podcast every couple weeks, just to try and make myself a little bit more responsible in putting more content out there. This is something that I really am passionate about. I love talking about movies, and I just am really excited to start this new venture. And so I hope you like it. And I hope that you will follow me not only on iTunes and Stitcher, but also now on YouTube as well, where I plan to upload these videos. So as I mentioned in the very beginning in my intro that today I'm going to be talking about Solo, a Star Wars story. So this is a film that is coming out in about a week's time. And right now we have critics reviews finally coming out for the film and things are not looking very good. I know that there's been so much conversation about this already. If you want to hear even more detail about uh, Star Wars universe, uh, everything going on with Disney, Kathleen Kennedy, all that stuff, I would recommend checking out Geeks and Gamers channel. They do such great work over there, especially Jeremy. Um, he is phenomenal and he's inspired me to do this, not only just to continue on my own podcast, but also to try and now venture onto YouTube as well because just the community that has been built with you know all of this conversation about Star Wars and how uh, you know, Lucasfilm and Disney and especially Kathleen Kennedy are just ignoring the fans and what the fans want. It's something that I now – it's become so much clearer to me ever since watching a lot of his videos. And I think it's something that really needs to be talked about. And so I want to add my voice to that. I want to express my also – my concern but also add my own two cents about everything that's going on as well. Because one of the biggest criticisms that we have been getting, those of us who have been critical of the new Star Wars and the direction that it's going – is that all of us are a bunch of overweight white dudes in our basements who are just freaking out over nothing. And while that's an overgeneralization, as, again, on his channel alone, you've got several female uh, writers, you have several uh, female staff. It's just the whole concept of it is stupid. But what's even worse is that whenever, for, for example, when Star Wars The Last Jedi came out, there was a lot of interest in the fact that the Rotten Tomatoes score was just all over the place. I mean, I look at it now, and it's just truly is amazing. And then the critics gave it a 91% overall. So 91% of critics overall liked the film, while 47% of audiences did not like it. And I remember that there was just so much going on. There was so much coming out saying, oh, this is all because of a bunch of Russian bots. This is all because of a bunch of angry fanboy nerds that are that are just driving the score down. People who haven't even seen the movie who are driving the score down. And it's all because of this. And it's, you know, them trying to get their political message. It's a bunch of racist, sexist, and all these other things. But then that got me thinking. And it got me thinking about a few different films that kind of just fight against everything that this that this argument really goes against. So the first of those claims is, well, let's start off with the first point where they say, oh, it's a bunch of sexists. Okay, well, if that was the case, then explain to me how Wonder Woman, which is the highest gro- one of the highest grossing films of the past couple years, but not only that, it's also one of the first films to have as huge of a budget for a female lead, where the entire story is centered on a female character. 
And yet, this is a film that not only got praise from critics, again, standing with 92% of critics love this, but also, what do you know, the audience, 88% of audiences like this film. Again, it has an 88% from the audience rating. And so, to say that there's just this Rotten Tomatoes community out there that's just trying to drive down scores, it just doesn't any, it doesn't make any sense. Why would these same people spend all this time focusing on The Last Jedi, which for most people seems relatively fine. They don't really see a lot of the problems. They don't see a whole lot of the politics in it yet because it kind of is just, at least for me, it just kind of starts to show in that film what they're trying to do with it and also with everything that surrounds the film as well because most of what we find out about the politics behind uh, the new Star Wars, where the direction that it's going, is from people like Kathleen Kennedy, people like the writers of Solo, talking about how now Lando Calrissian is apparently supposed to be a pansexual, things like that. So these are all things that are being added on after the fact. And you you get a lot of frustration from that. But even so, why would these same people ignore films that actually feature a strong female lead and be totally fine with things like something like Wonder Woman, which was a part of a franchise, mind you, that had gotten so much crap. I mean, every other DC film that has come out has had terrible audience critic ratings, and yet this one had high ratings. Now, could it possibly be that Wonder Woman was actually a good film that was actually worth seeing? Could it be that? Or is it that maybe on this particular occasion, all of the racists and sexists decided to take a day off? You know, may- maybe that's what it is. I mean, that that has to be what it is because that's the only thing that can really justify why this has such a high score. And yet things like The Last Jedi and soon to be Solo, A Star Wars Story don't. It's because everyone that's doing this is a racist and a sexist. And yet they left this film alone. And gives me another example. Another movie that came out, so getting to the second point about how everyone who's talking about this are a bunch of racists. Okay, well then let's talk about one of the biggest films featuring an African-American lead in a superhero film called Black Panther. So this one got a 97%, so 97% of critics love this film. And what's the audience score? A 79%. And this is after... This is after there was so much speculation and how there were some white supremacist groups, actual, actual real life white supremacists. So real racists, not the people who are talking about Star Wars, but actual racists who actually wanted to have a concerted effort to drive the score down. And yet the worst that they were able to do was to get it down to a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. If that's what a concerted effort is, then how in the hell does that possibly explain how the people who didn't like Star Wars The Last Jedi are somehow racist and sexist? Again, these two films, talking about Wonder Woman and Black Panther, just fly in the face of the reasons that they try and give. Again, they try to defend what they are doing. They try and explain, well, this is the reason why the score is so bad. This is the reason why people aren't liking it. It's because of these people. It's because of these people in their basements. It's a bunch of, again, overweight white guys in their basement. Again, they're sexist and racist even in their own description by saying that it's only those people and yet we have wonder woman we have black panther both of which have extremely high ratings not just from the critics but also from the fans as well so again it just doesn't hold water when you actually look at other films where people who are actually racist and actually sexist would attack and in which case with black panther there were actual races that attacked this film they were only able to get it down to 79 percent So take that into account with Star Wars The Last Jedi, where you had actual fans, people who had been fans of the franchise for 
the longest time. P- people who remember watching the film back in the 70s, people who were raised on the original Star Wars films, people who even liked the the, the prequels. I mean, <laughs> Jeremy over at uh, Geeks Gamers still defends the uh, prequels. I'm not one of those guys. I think the, the prequels are personally, I think they're garbage, but I, at least I, I respect his opinion on that. But it, it's just amazing to me how they will go off and say these things and yet they'll just ignore the reality that if this is a concerted effort for Black Panther at the very least, and I'm sure that there was a group too that was trying to drive down Wonder Woman's as well for similar reasons because there were probably actual sexists who were trying to drive that down just like there were actual racists trying to drop down Black Panther and yet they were only able to get it down to 79%. So could it be, could could it possibly be that 47% of people who actually saw the movie, 47% of Star Wars fans hated the film? Could Could that be it? I mean, I don't see how it couldn't be because as, as I've just pointed out, I've given you evidence of films that more so than Star Wars The Last Jedi should have been attacked by these hateful groups, these actual sexists and actual, actual racists. And of course now, of course now it's the, the whole message is also they're homophobes as well. But again, there, there's really no evidence. That's just a defense mechanism to try and explain away why they're getting bad ratings, why they're not making as much money, and trying to defend what they're trying to do, trying to bring in this social justice warrior message into their films, which none of us want. None of us want to see that. Again, there might be a small pocket of people who are all on board the SJW, social justice warrior train, who might want to see these things in films, but for the average person, we don't want to see that. We don't care about that. Again, Jeremy says this a lot, and this is something that I hear about what I hear a lot of people say. We want good movies. Again, I don't care about a political message. Again, there have been political messages in films since the very beginning, but never so much to the degree where a message is trying to be forced onto an audience at the very sake of that said audience. And I think that that's just a really bad move because when you isolate a core group of fans and when you try and push a political message in the way that it's being pushed, and especially when you're pushing it in films that nobody asked for, like Solo, no one wanted to see that film, no one wanted that film to be made, at least for the most part, and yet, again, it just frustrates me so much that we live in a world now where everything is so over-politicized that everything has to be political, and it just bothers me so much. That's why I don't watch the Oscars anymore. I remember I was one of the biggest fans of the Oscars. I loved watching the Oscars. Even this year, I had the video stream live of when the Oscar nominations were going live, and then as soon as... As soon as they started to announce things and the way they started to announce to announce the films, immediately I remembered, oh, this is why I, I'm not watching the Oscars anymore. This is the reason why I'm boycotting the Oscars because it has just gotten so political. They forget about quality. They forget about making good, compelling stories. They forget about the fact that the cinema is meant to be an escape. Again, if I want realism, I'll go watch a documentary. Again, if I want to have, if I want to be taught something, if I want to, you know, actually engage my intellect in a very different way than I do when I watch a normal film, I'll go watch one of those films. I'll go watch a, a documentary style film. I'll go watch an educational film. But if I'm going to the theater where I just want to escape for two hours, I want to see a good movie. And that's why when you have Star Wars, things like Star Wars The Last Jedi, where they focus so much more on the message that's trying to be put forward instead of on actually putting together a good film, when they instead focus on trying to tear down the old universe for the, you know, at the stake of the original Star Wars fans, the core group of hardcore fr- fans that are out there, by isolating them, and in its wake you have just this mediocre film, because I remember the first time I liked it, I, I actually... 
enjoyed myself for the most part. I didn't, I didn't think it was that great, but I was like, yeah, you know, it was fine. The porgs are adorable and everything, you know, the, the, the jokes landed and things were fine. And then I remember after seeing it a second time, none of the jokes landed. It, it wasn't as funny as I remembered it because I knew what was coming. And because I already knew what was going to happen, there was no sense of surprise when eventually the, the jokes were said. And so because it couldn't hold up that way, I started to realize this film has a lot of flaws. And the fact that they get rid of Luke Skywalker and the fact that they get, a, get rid of all these – again, they destroy – they're trying to destroy the old to build the new. And the people behind the scenes, Kathleen Kennedy, uh, Ryan Johnson, they've gone on record saying that that's what they wanted to do. That was the plan from the beginning was to have a new Star Wars for a new generation. And that's just code language for we want to try and put our own political spin, our own political messaging into these films, and it isn't working. I mean, obviously, Star Wars last shot, I made a lot of money, but the fact that now, at this at this current moment, you have Solo a Star Wars story with these critics coming out, so these same critics who are, you would think, loving these types of things... Even they are starting to turn on this franchise because only 71% of them at this point, again, not a lot of reviews have been released yet, only 71% actually enjoyed this film. And and out of those positive reviews, when you actually read them, you think to yourself, how is this a positive review? When the, the overall critic consensus, that's the thing I always like to read on Rotten Tomatoes as well, when the overall critic, critic consensus says, well, if you're a Star Wars fan, you need to uh, check your expectations at the door. How is that a good movie? How can you say, oh, well, if you can enjoy it, but you just have to temper your expectations. You just have to leave them the door. Who tempers their expectations for any movie, let alone a Star Wars movie? This is, again, this is supposed to be a freaking Star Wars movie. These, this is supposed to be a hell of a good time. And yet all these reviews that we're reading, both positive and negative, is saying that it's a bore, it's it's overdrawn, and... The acting is not really that great. I mean, the fact that this went through production hell, the fact that they had to bring on uh, (laughs) an acting coach for the lead, why would you cast somebody? Why would you cast somebody who can't act or who needs acting lessons? I mean, I feel like that's a bad choice. And then the fact that they lost the directors because they didn't match up with the vision of Kathleen Kennedy and then they had to bring in Ron Howard – I just can't see how this movie is going to be any good, which is why you look to the how many people want to see it, and it's 69%, which is just abysmal for any movie, especially when you understand it and you read a lot of Rotten Tomato scores. But for a Star Wars movie, that is just absolutely tragic. Kind of compare that to another movie we have coming out this week, which I plan to do a full review on because I'm so excited for it. I'm actually going to see this film tonight uh, in Dolby. I'm so excited to see this. Is Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. 85% of critics like it, which is about right for a rated R comedy. It's a little bit higher at this point, actually, than the first Deadpool. And 99% of users on Rotten Tomatoes want to go see this film. That is standard for almost any film. If it's a film where even if it's of a small film, if the community really wants to go see it, it's almost always going to have a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes as far as the people that want to go see it. For Star Wars to now be at a 69% is awful. It is absolutely abysmal. And again, they will continue to go back and say, oh, that's just a bunch of Russian bots, or that's just a bunch of fanboys trying to drive down the score. And yet, once again, I go back to those other examples. I go back to things like Black Panther. I go back to Wonder Woman. I go back to, I mean, you can literally find any other film where it doesn't match up. The only film... 
The only film that this applies to is Star Wars The Last Jedi, and you cannot tell me that one group of people decided to only come out one day on one film to drive down the score on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, when you say that out loud, you just realize, that's just stupid. Like, who would do that? I mean, yeah, there were people, again, but again, what kind of people were they for Black Panther? White supremacists, so people who are already not all there to begin with, they're, of course, people that you would expect to go onto a website to drive down a score, and yet even they couldn't drive it down that much. I, I mean, it's just, it's so dishonest of them. It's them trying to push the blame on someone else other than themselves, and when we finally see the numbers come out for Solo, this is something that I'm going to be following. I actually love following uh, box office numbers. Uh, I've been following... Uh, Almost every day I've been checking boxofficemojo.com, which is an excellent site for tracking these things, to see how far along uh, Avengers Infinity War, which is an excellent film. Please go see that instead of Solo in a couple weeks, or rather next weekend. But I, all I can say is that I cannot wait for that film to reach $3 billion because I've said this on Twitter already. I think that this is going to be the movie that finally reaches $3 billion, that finally knocks off Avatar. And I cannot wait because I can go on an entire rant on how crappy Avatar is as a film. But... That's a video for another day. That's a podcast episode for another day. But getting back to it, though, what we're going to end up seeing when the numbers come out is that they're going to have a good opening weekend, not a great opening weekend, a good opening weekend. It's going to make money. But I would not be surprised if by its second weekend, it's second place to the Avengers film. And if that happens by its second or even its third weekend, that shows trouble. And I know that there have been some pr- people who've been, who've been uh, predicting kind of under the numbers of what they expect because almost every Star Wars film has made a billion dollars at least. This could be a Justice League type film where it has everything going for it as far as the name, as far as the characters within it, the characters that are being represented. Because I mean, this is a this is supposed to be Han Solo. This is supposed to be <laughs> Lando Calrissian. I mean, these are supposed to be really iconic characters, and yet. This could be a film that doesn't reach a billion dollars. It could be like a Justice League where it only gets $670 million, which, again, is a lot of money. But in Star Wars money, in Disney money, in big budget world, that's a flop. And I honestly think that's what we're going to see from Solo's A Star Wars Story. Again, it's going to make a lot of money. And I'm not denying that $670 million is not a lot of money that Justice League made. But no one can say with a straight face that Justice League made as much money as it should have or as much money as they wanted it to make. Because that movie should have made at least a billion dollars and barely got over halfway there. And I think that Solo is going to end up being the same thing. I think that there's going to be enough people who, by word of mouth, again, this is only the preliminary critics who have it at a 71% at this point. I honestly think that when all the critics start coming in, it's probably going to end up closer to in the 60s because that usually tends to be when movies are trending down. It starts off high and then it gets to the level where it should be. And so because of that, I think this is probably going to end up in the 60s somewhere. But the audience rating for this, I just know already, is going to be really bad because everything that I've been reading online, all the reviews that I've been seeing from fans, from from people who are critics but also are just big Star Wars fans, it's not good. It's not positive. So this is a film where people are going to go see it, but they're not going to see it again. These are where a lot of people who would normally see a movie like this again aren't going to see this again. And I hope that is the case because then hopefully that will be the message that Disney and Kathleen Kennedy will need to know, okay, we can't keep going in this direction because if this same direction happens for Star Wars Episode Nine, we're in deep trouble. <laughs> we are not going to be able to make money like we think or that we what we should be making for the last in this new trilogy of films. So 
it's going to be interesting to see. And I, I really do hope that it goes in that direction. I really do hope that it doesn't make a lot of money. And I hope that that's a message to Disney to possibly, you know, replace Kathleen Kennedy with somebody else who has a different vision or possibly to just stop going in this social justice warrior direction and instead focus on making a damn good movie. Because again, I don't care about anything else other than having a good movie. I don't want to go to see a movie to be preached to. I don't want to go to see a mo- to see a movie that has modern politics brought into it. I go to the movies to get be entertained. Most people who go to the go go to the theater, who spend the money at the theater, go because they want to escape. Again, the real world is hard enough as it is. The real world has so many problems. We don't want that. We don't want to be reminded of that when we go to a screening. We want to be dazzled by really good special effects a compelling story, and great characters. And Solo, A Star Wars Story, unfortunately, based on everything we're reading, everything that we know about the characters and the actors who are portraying them, is not going to be that film. So this is a topic I'm going to return to on another episode when it finally does come out. I put a poll on my Twitter recently, and (laughs) in the end, there were about 120 people who voted, and 66% of those people voted that they were going to boycott this film. Um, About 22%... 22% said that they were going to the movie and then another 18% or 16 16-18% said that they were going to buy another ticket. That's the camp that I'm in. I plan on buying a ticket to another film, giving my money to another film, and still going to see Solo because I do want to be able to talk about it. I am one of those persons where I don't want to give a full review of something if I haven't seen it. That's why I suffered through movies uh, <laughs> recently where I, I suffered through a wrinkle in time because I was talking a lot of trash about it and I wanted to actually see it beforehand. It's the same reason why I read the Twilight books or at least the first two or at least the first one and a half because I got to the second half of the second book and I just couldn't go anymore. But I read the first one so that way I could say, yeah, this is garbage and the writer is garbage. And I could say that because I've actually read the book and I've actually engaged with the material. The same thing goes with movies. Again, I respect for I respect everyone that's going to boycott this film completely and not actually even go see it. I respect anyone that is going to see it, and I respect anyone who's going to do like I do, where you're going to buy another ticket to another film, give that film money, and instead go to another movie instead. Uh, and again, I hope that the message is sent this you know over the next week. I hope that it's sent over the next few weeks with the money coming in for this film that. It's below their expectations so much that they make a much-needed change in the direction they're going with. Again, Star Wars The Force Awakens was really good to me, in my opinion. I love that movie so much. It was so much fun. That's a film that I can go back and watch. If you want to hear more about my thoughts on all the Star Wars films, you can check out a previous episode where I literally give my definitive ranking of all the films that have come out such far, uh, so far, including uh, movies like Rogue One. And I just really hope that they're able to find their voice again and they're able to get better management because even movies like Rogue One were low on my list because you could just tell of you could just tell easily that that obviously went through production problems and every movie so far has gone through some type of production problem to some extent and that all goes to bad production and the top of that list is Kathleen is Kathleen Kennedy and she's the one that needs to be taken care of and again that's up to Disney but the best way that anyone can make their voice if you agree with anything i say anything that geeks and gamers says anything that any of the other channels that are talking about this anything that they say speak with your wallet because that's the only way that sometimes you can be heard but i don't have high hopes for solo again uh, i'm looking at their critic ratings i'm looking at the audience ratings for those who actually want to see the film and it's not looking good again i am going to go see it but i'm not going to give my money to it because i don't want to support it i don't want to support the direction that they're going with in these films and i i really hope that they're able to figure out something because i have 
thoroughly enjoyed Star Wars films for a very long time. I, I own all of them. I own the, I have the despecialized editions as well, which are even better because they are the films as they were originally intended. And I just, it's so sad to me to see these movies, to see everything that they're doing, all the changes that are being made. And I, I just don't think it's good. So, all right, guys, that's going to be a wrap for this week's episode. Do you agree with anything I said? Do you have any questions? Do you have any disagreements? Please let me know in the comments below. Again, this is going to be put up not only on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, but also this episode is going to be posted on YouTube as well. So please interact with me there. Leave me some comments. I love having conversations. I made a video a couple weeks ago on MoviePass that got a decent amount of views, at least for me. <laughs> And I was able to have some really good conversations about people on MoviePass. And if that interests you or any other things interest you, please let me know. Please, again, contact me via my comment sec- comments section um, or on Twitter as well. So you can find me on Twitter at Odin's Movie Blog. You can find me on Facebook at Odin's Movie Blog. And you can also find me on Stardust where I post all of my instant reactions to movies and television and also to wrestling, which I also have a passion for. And so my first reaction to Solo Star Wars Story is going to be posted on Stardust, which is connected to my Twitter as well so you follow me in either of those locations you'll be able to find that information there and again please give me some feedback guys i would love to hear back from you i would love to get any advice that you could possibly give for me too because again this is uh, this is a new thing for me i have always wanted to get started on youtube but i've always been hesitant because i've always wanted the right equipment for it i finally have a microphone i have a camera that's decent i still could obviously do a lot better on the camera quality but i uh I'm excited and I'm really excited to go on this adventure and I'm really excited to start this new venture. And so uh, have a good day, guys. And as always, God bless. 